This is the Consilience Podcast with your host, Shannon Beer, health and confidence coach and founder of The Coaching Collective, helping dedicated fitness professionals to bring their coaching visions to life by developing the knowledge, skills and strategies to make that a reality. We're inviting you into conversations with experts on body image, compassion and behaviour change to help us challenge our assumptions about health and appearances and critically examine the way that we coach so we can help our clients on a deeper level and create an industry that is truly life enhancing. Let's get into the show. Is it ever okay to lose fat? What about clients who don't outwardly appear to have any major body image issues, but they want to change their body fat in order to feel better about themselves? This is a question that was raised in my coaching mentorship, and it was in relation to something I said about how people can feel better when they're in quote unquote better shape, but that might not be due to having a better body image. And the question was asked, well, if many people don't know what body image is but they know that they're feeling good then why should that be a problem and as a side question if body image doesn't improve then what's making them feel good and you may have clients who sometimes acknowledge that they've never been comfortable or confident in their bodies even when they were leaner and you may have other clients who report that they did feel better when they were in a smaller body and that's why they're wanting to change So we can ask, why does this happen? Usually it's a case of an attribution error. So when clients report feeling better about themselves after getting a little bit leaner, this is usually due to either the changes that they've made to their nutrition and their movement to help them get in shape. Those changes are helping them to feel more energized day to day. Maybe they're eating more nutrients. Maybe they're taking care of their sleep and they're exercising regularly. These things can all help us to feel more energized, to feel healthier and to have a sense of mastery and self-efficacy because they're following through with the things that are important to them. Another reason is that they start acting differently. They become more outgoing, they interact more with other people, they take on new opportunities, and these are all great things. But we don't need an appearance goal to make these changes. And for some individuals, if they're struggling with a negative body image, then pursuing an appearance goal can actually end up interfering with making these changes because it results in self-sabotage if there's some underlying self-criticism that isn't addressed and sometimes when we have a negative body image we actually withdraw from social activities so that becomes a priority working on body image in order to achieve these changes beyond that Other reasons that clients may report feeling better include getting compliments from other people makes them feel nice and they receive a temporary boost in contingent self-esteem. So whilst this might feel good, it doesn't actually reflect actual body image improvements. Now, I do want to note that some individuals who are living with overweight or obesity might experience some improvements in body satisfaction as a result of some weight loss, but this isn't guaranteed 
and nor is it a linear relationship. So it means that more weight loss does not lead to greater satisfaction. And importantly, appearance investment, so how important your appearance is to you, is actually a bigger predictor of psychopathology than appearance evaluation, which is how much you like what you see. So it's really important for us as coaches to aim to reduce the amount of importance that someone places on their appearance. So helping them to resist appearance ideals. So the problem, if we just help our clients to lose fat, let's say that they don't have a negative body image and that we've actually tested this, we can be sure of this. We're not just relying on what the clients say because obviously we don't really know these things for ourselves a lot of the time. So if we do have a client who genuinely does have a positive body image, the problem then with helping them to pursue a little bit of fat loss when there is no like physical health benefit is that we're teaching our clients that they can feel good as long as they look good. And this is known as contingent self-esteem. And when our feelings about ourselves are contingent upon looking a certain way or being successful, because you'll probably find that with these clients, it's not their appearance that's the only domain in which they're placing these standards on themselves. They're probably um, high achievers, very high strivers. And when our worth is dependent on these things, we leave ourselves vulnerable to experiencing emotional setbacks. And this is because pursuing any goal that's gonna be challenging comes with failure. And if we're not able to handle failure because our self-esteem is contingent upon being successful, then this leaves us in a very vulnerable position. And not to mention conformity to appearance ideals does not protect against body image or disordered eating concerns, especially if our investment in our appearance has increased during the pursuit of our goal. So somebody also asked, what if somebody wants to pursue an appearance goal for mastery reasons? And whilst theoretically it's possible that we could choose to pursue a physique goal purely for the sense of mastery that it would bring, I am hesitant to endorse this because in reality, we often experience mixed motivations for wanting to do certain things. And it's gonna be very difficult for someone to self-regulate and be self-aware enough to ensure that they don't begin to place too much of their worth in their appearance, particularly when they're likely to receive external validation because a physique change is something that is observable. It's something that is highly valued in our modern societies. So how sure are we gonna be that somebody can protect themselves against all of these compliments that they may be receiving and so on? I think that In my experience working with people, it's likely that we end up creating a rod for our own backs. And I can think of many more meaningful ways to pursue mastery goals. So I choose not to endorse that personally. Plus, if I'm endorsing that as part of my message, I'm also gonna be sending that message to people who are currently struggling with their body image, which is not setting anyone up for success. And the reason I don't like to promote this as well is because it's restrictive. It's not enough to just look good and just to achieve this goal because then you have to maintain it. And that is a lot of pressure. 
I've worked with many clients who have previously lived in a larger body and successfully lost weight. Then they come to me because they have developed a lot of rigidity around their nutrition and movement behaviors because their fear of fat gain is so strong. And although on the surface they are engaging in healthy behaviors, they're still unhappy due to what this is costing them and what they are missing out on. Another reason is that it's temporary. Bodies change. We age. We experience illness and injury. One day, none of us are going to be looking so hot. Also, appearance ideals change. So what's lean and muscular enough today will soon be considered average. And what then? Not to mention lifestyles change. So what happens when your time is more constrained, life stresses increase, you have a new child, your body doesn't respond to training the same way anymore, what are you going to do then? And lastly, and most importantly, there's a better solution. Our clients would enjoy increased emotional stability and contentment and suffer far less anxiety and restricting by learning to resist appearance ideals. We can help them to adopt healthier nutrition and movement behaviors by focusing more on internal motivations for change. We can teach them to stop judging themselves by their achievements or how they look, by developing self-acceptance and setting goals to enhance their lives rather than trying to prove their worth. And we can also help them to develop self-compassion so that they are more emotionally resilient to setbacks rather than masking their insecurities behind their physiques. And I know that that's a lot, right? It can be very overwhelming to know where to start when we're thinking about moving beyond physique changes, especially if that is the way that we're used to coaching, to consider value-driven behavior change, body image, self-compassion, self-acceptance. It's a lot to juggle, but you don't need to do it all at once. And you can make gradual, simple shifts in the service that you offer to better suit the needs of your clients so that you can become a better coach in the process and get the kind of clients' results that actually change their lives, that go beyond those superficial surface level physique changes to actually make a difference. Thank you so much for listening to the Consilience podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with someone who will find it helpful. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating and quick review. The topics I speak about aren't particularly trendy or sexy, so this makes a huge difference. And don't forget to join the Empowered Edit, a weekly newsletter with evidence-based tools and strategies to help you build your health and confidence. You will get first access to everything that's going on and insights that I don't share anywhere else. The link will be in the show notes. And until then, I will catch you in the next episode.